and uh, welcome to this podcast of the Untitled Van Life Project. The podcast, Lady Van Life drink Stories. After the cheers. Oh, my bad. I went straight into the intro. You did, but I was I'll trying look. to get this episode going. But now I will drink. Drink and then continue. So I'm not going to take the intro away from you. Ah, delightful. Um, Amy, welcome to this episode. I'm Caleb, and we have found our beach. Thank you for welcoming me. <laughs> You're welcome. You we never get our... welcome, so I welcomed you. We today. found our beach in more ways than one. What's the other way? I mean, we Keep found going. it in what we're drinking. Yes. And we found it like we're actually on a beach. We are Ish. actually. Well, okay. I did kind of always have this thing when people would like say, oh, we're going to the beach. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, let's go to the beach. And it's not the beach. Like, it's not a coast. Okay. It's not. Uh, it's For me, the word beach should be synonymous with coast. Like, you are on a coastline. But Does there have to be salt water? Yes. There has to be salt water for mm-hmm. it to be a beach. But okay. a lot of people That's will say fair. they're going to the beach if they're going to like a lake or a, yeah, a lake that Which has... Which is where, well, what are we at? We're at a reservoir, technically. Is a reservoir not a lake? I, you know what? I actually thought about this when we got here. I was like, when, because we don't have service here. I was like, when we leave, I'm going to like actually look up what a reservoir tech, like what yes. categorizes something as a reservoir. Because I don't know if I really know or understand. But so all that to say, we are not on a coast. We are not by saltwater, but we are parked right up next to a body of water. And you know what? For not having seen a coast in like over a year, this just makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll do. It'll do. It'll hold the place for now. It'll do, donkey. And of course, we're drinking Corona Light because that's that's where Finder Beach comes from. Yeah, Corona Light though, which is I guess the same thing as Corona Premier now, but Corona mm, Premier is less. Sure. We don't know for sure. Someone answer that for us. Is Corona Light going out and is Corona Premier coming back in? Okay. Anyways, that's enough. Welcome uh, to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I already welcomed everyone, and I <laughs> no, welcomed you. welcomed you. me. Okay, well, welcome everyone else. <laughs> we are here at Recapture Reservoir in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. I am Amy, and this is Caleb, and we are so happy that you have joined us for this episode. Where have we... Oh, actually, you know what? Before we get into this one, I do want to mention, if you saw last week's episode come out, it's an awesome one. Definitely check it out. It's one of our campfire chat series, which is where yes, we have yes. um, friends on, um, and we just talk about. I mean, we talk about everything in just those episodes. Talk about life. We talk about growth. We talk about where we're at in life and what's happening and how we got there and just all these things. Yeah. And so our last one was with our friends Sarah Beth and Peyton, and it is an awesome, awesome episode. You should definitely check it out. Stop and this one and go listen to it if you haven't. Yeah, lots of stuff are happening with them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> physically, they're moving out of their house and eventually ending up in an Airstream. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was uh, we talk about that, and we just talk about their lives up to this point and the future and mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah, It's cool, too, cool because... Episode. Their situation and their, like, yeah, like where, what they're leaving behind and what they're fixing to move into, even though it is like living on the road, it's different than our story and it's different. Very different. different and it's going to be very different. Different from what we left behind and what we came into, even though on the outside it might look like the same, yeah. you know, uh-huh. the same process, but Like it's road not. life is, it's, yeah. I guess it's different than societal life and living in the city and like living on the road. But depending, like everyone is having uh, completely different lives out here. Mm-hmm. I think that's been a really cool part. Like all the people we've become really close to that have been living on the road, um, like over Thanksgiving and Christmas and all different rigs and all different kinds. And we're all like 
yeah, we met back up, but we're all going different ways. We're all living completely different out here. Like we found our kind of our rhythms and our patterns and we're like, we're holding, you know, we follow those. And you know what? I think that's even though we're all on the road, it's everyone's experience is like 120% different. Are you sure 120? I don't know I, where I got that number. You almost said 150. I saw your lips. <laughs> I think I wanted that. to say 180% different, like a complete 180 turn is what I think my mind meant to say. Um, like everyone we met on the road, they're having a complete opposite experience of us. The only similarity is that they're living out here too. We're like trudging over the same paths here think, and there. I think one of the coolest things about meeting people on the road like we're saying is everyone has a different story of where they came from and why they're on the road. And maybe like some of those things, um, like surface level are the same, you know, like maybe you meet some people and it's like, Oh man, we just like, we just wanted freedom. And so we thought this was a good way or we just wanted to travel. Mm -hmm. We thought this was a good way to do it. And I think a lot of people will say that. And I think that's true for a lot of people, but the more digging you do, I think you find just very individual, personal, different answers yep. and different like i think we really learned that in the episode with peyton and sarah beth like they're they're coming to this journey of like selling the house they had been living in for years in denver to getting an airstream is very different than how we got to the point mm -hmm. of living in a tiny house on the road mm -hmm. uh, aka santiago the van and it was really cool to explore that and like hear their mm -hmm. differences i mean like ours were completely different mm-hmm we need to like go revisit those. Those were episode one, weren't they? Yeah. Where we no, we're going to start tomorrow when we travel. We're going to be listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, our new project, project is to listen back to all the old episodes <laughs> of the podcast to catch become, up. Because we're going to become our biggest fans. We're going to become our biggest fans. Listener number six and seven, I believe. <laughs> is Elon Musk number five? Elon Musk is now number five. Uh -huh. uh, the Doge father. Let's go Doge Army. If you're listening to this and you're part of the Doge Army, let's get that Doge coin up. Up, boys. Come on. And girls. Everyone. Sponsor us, Dogecoin. But then another cool thing about people you meet on the road, too, is once everyone's on the road, everyone does the road differently. Yeah. You know, like some Their people... experiences are different and they do it different. Some people like to stay in certain spots for longer periods of time. And when I say longer periods, for some people, a week is a long period. For some people, a month is a long period. You know, like mm -hmm. even that has... It carries different weights with it. And then some people want to literally just travel and see everything they can. So they're just kind of going bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Um, some people are somewhere in between that. Some people some people are doing it like seasonal for a few months and going back and then coming out. And then... Well, some people like will go park in a spot, you know, like a campground or something for like three months. Yeah. You know, for, yeah, for like a season. And then mm -hmm. they'll go somewhere else, you know. There's no wrong way to do it. And I think that's really cool because, I don't know, a lot of people... It's it's harder to find those differences, I think, in society. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, completely living that differently than other people. Well, and, like, we never experienced it, which is, which I don't, kind of feels weird talking about it, but I feel like, you know, everyone, you just feel like it's filtered into, like, the nine-to-five lifestyle with the weekend setting, yeah. and out here, that whole kind of existence of, a, you know, like, a Monday through a Friday work week, and then even weekends are thrown out. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as we didn't really have them back in Denver, we did, they we did still, not. yeah, we did not mm -hmm. like in, in terms of like when and where we would work. And we were kind of used to that, but I still feel like you just felt the energy of like, that's how the city operated. Oh, that's how society around that's you kind of yes. operated under those, uh, systems mm -hmm. and structures. And that is like completely, it's like never existed out here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I mean, the only, I think in the only way it exists living on the road is just yet yeah, busyness. So mm -hmm. since like society is structured that way 
it's naturally going to be more busy wherever we're staying on the weekends. So that kind of reminds us, oh, yeah, it's Friday. Of course, a lot more people are coming in tonight. Um, But that's really it, which I don't know. I guess now that we're talking about that, that is kind of how it felt living in Denver, because like you said, neither of us were on the nine to five grind, but we at least kind of both of our jobs, you could tell when a weekend we was it, yeah, just yeah. because of the busyness, because exactly. Sunday, we both worked in customer service. Sunday so like, afternoon, the cashier line at Whole Foods was around the block. <laughs> and Friday and Fridays and Saturdays at the restaurant, it's, you know, yeah, the busiest the time. Thing. So, so while we weren't uh, like working those hours, Mm-mm. but we've always been on that schedule. We work when the people are off work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're either serving them their food or get, or Cashing selling them, them their food. Yeah, <laughs> while they buy their food. Yeah, yeah. Either way, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, um, but not anymore. Not not anymore. What are we doing <laughs> now? What did we do today? Honestly, this, you know, I, what was our last episode? Our last episode was after that week in Denver, right? Of you and me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since then, I feel like we've been living the glamorous van life. Yeah. <laughs> we talked so life. much about the unglamorous van life that week yeah. or that episode. I mean, I feel like a lot of episodes. Oh, yeah. When we were like homeless and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like there have been a number of episodes lately where we talk about van life and it has not been glamorous because it honestly hasn't. March and I yeah, mean, the winter honestly ever since we felt left. like it lasted forever. This was the longest winter. I feel the people in Game of Thrones now <laughs> it lasted like seven years. Well, ever since we left Arizona, like in like February, it has mm-hmm. felt kind of unglamorous. I, I like unglamorous. Yeah. It's been challenging and it hasn't felt. I haven't good felt. Moments. I haven't felt settled. I haven't felt yeah. grounded. I mean, like long term. Like I'm sure there've been moments where I felt settled or grounded, yeah. but like long term, I have not felt that. And yeah, it's mainly, it's that makes it unglamour, unglamorous, unglamorous, unglamorous. And so we have been longing for the glamorous van life back. We have been longing, and a lot of that does deal with weather. But uh, finally, we were able to control kind of our last two weeks and. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, They've been very, so we've been, spent the last two weeks in Moab. <laughs> we, we like to settle. We're one of those road people who, well, we go through spurts well, see, where we travel is, a lot. And then if we have the opportunity, we can kind of like control and settle. This is, I think, kind of going back to what we were talking about, how people do road life differently. Like, like we say we like to settle because I know compared to some people we've been on the road, they would definitely say, oh yeah, we they like to settle. They like to stay. Yeah. Compared, but then there's other people we've met on the road, or there are other people we've met who live mm-hmm. on the road, and it's like compared to them, we don't settle at all. Like we don't stay in no. places for three months. No. You know, so kind of depends on who you're talking to. But um, I would True. say that we like if we don't have to be traveling for work, um, I would say we like to go to a place at least for like two weeks. And then if I'll we have more little, time well, after that, maybe somewhere else for two weeks. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. Because honestly, so we were pretty much spent the last week and a half in Moab. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in the same spot f- for like nine days. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I think that's how long we were in Long's Canyon or Long Canyon. Mm-hmm. Did we figure that out? Which Did one it is? <laughs> Long Canyon or Long's Canyon. Anyways, know. we were on top of this epic canyon in Moab. For like nine days, which is like the same amount of time we were there in September. But um, I don't know where I was going with that now. I'm sorry. I lost it. Come on. Okay. Jump in here. <laughs> okay. Well, I was just saying I feel like we like to stay in spots for like two weeks if we can. Oh, yes. Yes. I think I feel like 10 days is kind of becoming my max maybe. 
Does it feel like we're in a very different spot now? We're like an hour and a half south of Moab. We didn't have to drive that far. It does, does it just because like the landscape is totally different. Yeah, honestly, it feels like we crossed states in yeah. like an hour and a half. Like this is, a, there's mountains, there's green, there's a very pretty blue colored lake behind mm-hmm. us with mm-hmm. clear water. Like, yeah, very different from Moab, which is just an hour and a half north. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I would say I do feel like we're somewhere different, but, um, but yeah, the last pretty much since our last episode, we've just been like hunkered down, kind of like definitely grounding and like setting routines in Moab. I feel yeah. like the times I'm able to do that to like sit and ground and set routines, even if it's just for ten days or for two weeks, it just makes so much of a difference. So, what were some of the routines you feel like we had set in the last? In the last few weeks, in the last 10 days since being in in Utah. Mm -hmm. um, Not having to, only moving when uh, our provisions required it. Okay. I think that's a big one. When we have, it feels, and I think you feel it too, I think we both feel it. Like when we get to a spot and know that we can, like even though there will be at least one day where we have to go like reprovision up and then we can come right Mm -hmm. back. It feels really good to like park in that spot have 20 gallons or 25 gallons of full water mm-hmm. um if you're counting our shower um like our our small That'd be pantry. 23 23 oh it's only three gallons mm-hmm. oh um and okay and we have uh, lots of food we're stocked on food for the week and we're just like okay we can just like chill here and just like kind of whatever you want to do honestly i think this is like in the last week i accomplished everything i would want to we had leisure time. I mean, that's why I feel like when I think, when I say glamorous fan life, like I worked a lot too. I yeah, got, you did. Yeah, yeah. Like I worked almost every single day mm-hmm. um, and still got to do everything else I wanted to, from taking hikes to enjoying sunsets to having coffee on the roof every morning. Well, I think that's what like these grounding routine building times allow us to do. Like, yeah, when we have like 10 days or two weeks where we can stay in one spot, mm-hmm. the whole time is not leisure time. You know, like, but the fact that we are somewhere like stationary for a while gives you more leisure time than you could ever want because, but you, um, like you also have time, you have time to do it all. Like you feel like there's no shortage on time. You know, it's not like, oh, I have to drive somewhere today. So that's, you know. It does all of a sudden feel like we had kind of like all the time in the world. And it's like, if I didn't wake up and want to work today or get on the computer at all, I could totally not do that. Mm-hmm. And because I you know just, you'll have time another time. Because, uh, yes. Tomorrow or to tomorrow. the afternoon or whatever. Yeah. I also think another thing that played into this role was the weather now. Yeah. Like the sun rising so early. And That's then also true. The setting days very late. The literally days, are longer. The days are literally like 14 hours yeah. plus of sunlight yeah. because it starts getting light like the last, you know, an hour before the sun is up and an mm-hmm. hour after it goes down, um, which was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the days felt so long. We could do so much. It, it was it was very freeing, which is one of my just favorite aspects yeah. of being able to live in a van. And once again, it's all these things, of course, if you don't live on the road or live in a van, you know, like obviously the days get longer in spring and summer and then fall and winter, they're shorter. Like obviously, you know, all these things, but like, so much of our rhythm of life is oh, very I can't affected by stress that. enough. Yes. The, <laughs> our rhythm of life. That's it. I can't stress enough how much it makes a difference in that. And like, I know, like, when I lived, when we lived in houses, I know, like, the um, the shortness of sunlight during the winter definitely affected me. It affected mm-hmm. my mood. Like, I know that. I felt that. And that is and was very real. 
Um, but like in the van, it, it affects that. And then it also affects literally what I can do. Like I'm more limited when the sun is not out as long. Yeah. I mean, and always we're more limited. And it's not as warm. Well, yeah. And we're also, we're like limited on power. Like Mm -hmm. the solar panels aren't as charged. We're limited on space. We're limited on leisure. Like at that point, really all of our leisure has to be done in the van. And so like that pretty much just leaves it to like reading. Yeah. You know, I think one of my favorite recent things that it was from your dad when he was here. So if he's listening to this, hey, what's up, Tim? (laughs) Um, I I can't remember. It was at the end of their trip out here. And you asked him like what he, or how he saw us now. And he called us, or you just called us, we're very earthy people. (laughs) And I, I mean, I think you hear that term a lot now, like something is earthy or something, Mm -hmm. but I really like heard it through different ears when he said that. I was like, I feel so earthy, (laughs) like, and I... (laughs) And, uh, it's like hard to even tell, like, I think he, I think he understood the depth of it after like experiencing Mm -hmm. it for the last, you know, few days and like seeing how we were lived and, but it's also like deeper to like our lives are shaped around the rhythm of the cycle of the earth Mm -hmm. and like from weather patterns to the sun and the moon being out, it's like to the start, like we're learning about the stars, like everything, Mm -hmm. like temperature degrees now is, it's, it's, I feel very attached in like. Not, it's not like the world like controls that. It's almost like we're in a symbiotic relationship. Well, yeah, it's definitely a give and Earthy. take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I think something that's been cool too is like spring is obviously here now. And spring has sprung, yo. Spring has sprung, and like being in Moab in spring was awesome. It was very cool to see all the desert minus the bugs. There were bugs, but to see the desert flowers that were blooming, like yeah. I've never seen desert flowers bloom like that. It was so cool. I think I'd only seen them at like my grandmother's house growing up who had like some desert cacti that would really? bloom. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know she had Well, that. or like, you know, in a store where they have, you can buy cacti and they can bloom on mm-hmm. you. I think I'd never seen it like in the wild, <laughs> like yeah. out on earth. And when just like wandering around the land that we were parked at, we came across this beautiful like cacti bush. I don't even know what yeah, it was. Yeah. And it was all blooming red. I also saw a snake. Mm, no. Like, of course, you say you saw this snake, but we went looking for it. I saw like, the snake twice We went looking for days. it, what, like three times and never saw it? <sighs> It's because you didn't want him. You didn't want to see him. You have to want to see. Him. <laughs> you have to call him out. You have to no. You have to call him out. You just have to like your energy has to want to see him. Well, my energy was not putting that <laughs> I off. Know, I, know I know that. I know that. I know. But kind of to like turn the gears here, something cool happens tomorrow. Oh, super turning the gears. Yeah, super turning the gears. Um, we've been married for eight years tomorrow the ocho. you got it right you got it right i did get eight it right <laughs> the old joe so this... if you're listening to this episode on the day it comes out amy happy anniversary should we oh, cheers again happy anniversary babe thank you <laughs> that was what a loud we, clink what were we doing eight years ago right now um so we're recording this episode the day before it, it is supposed to come out which is our anniversary so if uh, eight years ago today we would have been at our rehearsal dinner it's just so peaceful outside right now. I can't, like, with oh. the bugs coming and the, there's, like, a slight breeze with the water and the light's so perfect, I can't describe it for you guys. Sorry. She got caught up. Yeah, you did. What was your, what was your question? You asked me a question. I was answering your question. Oh, okay. and, you did not, <laughs> and then I turned you away. I got answer. distracted. This is eight years of marriage. Oh. <laughs> yes, I knew that. Oh, was that the question I asked? 
No, I'm saying this is eight years of marriage. You asked me a question, <laughs> and I was answering you, and you and just I turned away listen. to pay, not pay attention. I got distracted by the nature we're in. Okay. Did you think this is where we would be eight years in? If you say yes, you're wrong. But if I say no, I'm also wrong, because there is no way to tell the future at the time. There's no <laughs> right answer. But remember, I think we talked about this in Moab. We were talking about um, kind of like how we've grown and changed since high school, which mm-hmm. is technically where we started dating. Mm-hmm. And I forgot how it was kind of posed, but the question was like, if people, it was kind of like, do you think you've changed or do you think you're a different person from the person you were in high school to the person you are now? Uh-huh. And the question was like, well, if you ask the people who you knew in high school, like if they could see where you're at in 31 and be like, do you believe that that's going to be where Caleb's at when they're 31? We're kind of like, people probably would be like, yeah. Maybe. We we were talking about this in Moab. No, we said, so I said, do you think, um, I, I was saying now. So, like, if someone contacted someone who knew you in high school now, mm-hmm. like, if I'll just, so it's easier, I can use names. Like, if my sister contacted randomly someone from your grade in high school. Yes. Like, they knew you in high school, you were friends, and they contacted them, she contacted them today and said, hey, did you know that Caleb is, like, living in a or van? Like, can you believe that? And doing this. And, like, asking that person, like, is that, like, does that surprise you? Are you surprised? Are you surprised by who you need Caleb? Like, this is what that Caleb is doing now. And we said, for you, we thought most people would not be surprised. They'd be like, oh, no, (laughs) that sounds about right. For me, we felt like, or I felt like people would be surprised. Maybe, but I feel like the more I think about it, maybe not. I mean, yeah. Depends on how well they do No, because that's how it came to be. So it's hard to question, <laughs> yeah. you know, to, to back, it's hard to go back in the past and question yeah. reality and be like, no, I don't, I can't believe that they are where they are right now. <laughs> Cause yeah. that's, that's where they are. But I mean, you go, you definitely go through a journey and changes and mm-hmm. various paths, but. Well, yeah, I think it depends I, on how, I think. I, I'll say yes, because I saw us together in eight years and here we are together. Okay, that made up for the ignoring me answering your question. I wasn't ignoring you, okay? Mother Nature was called. I just got very... I was describing the earthy feeling, and I was like, you know what? I need to connect. Look, but, at that, look out that window. Huh? You see that? But you know what? I think, too, it, it, like... I think... It's a dangerous thing asking people that. I would hope, no matter what, I would hope, not just in my, like, personal case, but just in anyone's case. Like, if someone, mm-hmm. if, if my sister today came to me and told me about someone in my grade and was like, can you, like, this is where they are now. Like, does that surprise you? I would hope every time I would say no. Because I think if you say yes, that kind of, like, it, I think it, like, um, shows maybe that you, like, put that person in a box in a way. And I think the fact that I think some people would be surprised at where I am, where I am right now, makes me think like maybe I put myself in a box. Like maybe I'm the one who's surprised. Maybe you are, but it's you good know? to surprise. I mean, I think, I think I'm surprised. Like I think, I, still, like I think I'm surprised by especially I by mean, me or you, or us. Us. us by okay. the life that we're living. I think. I mean, we have moments like this, especially over the last ten days. Obviously, when the the life is a little more. Glamorous, glamorous, <laughs> the flousy, flousy. Shout out, Fergie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If I would just say flossy. <laughs> it's not a flossy lifestyle. Honestly, I don't think people would. Yeah, yeah. Even dust and sand right now. It's yeah. bad, but I don't think people would call it glamorous either. No. But uh, I don't. 
whatever. Well, you know, like it's Instagram glamorous is what I think I would like. That's what I'm coining it. People probably like to view it through a lens, but maybe not experience it themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, like it wouldn't be their version of what we're experiencing. Maybe mm-hmm. does that does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I understand. Okay, well, I think I feel like there's so many moments, like when we're especially during happy hour, having the Corona light, when we're finding our beach, we're like, can you like you'll look at me and be like, can you believe this is our life right now? Like we're drinking mm-hmm. Corona lights at the edge of a canyon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looking out over the LaSalle Mountains. Or we're, like, today, um, just waking up on the shore. Can mm-hmm. I say it? Can I call the shore? Sure. Okay, I won't call it A reservoir shore. Okay, it's a reservoir shore. Fresh mm-hmm. water. Still blue. So much SH. So reservoir shore, fresh water. Shmlegal. Shmlanta. Shmlanathan. Sorry, Rick and Morty episode. Also, shout out to our other series with Cusick, Midday Ramblings with Q. We're going through the Rick and Morty show right now. The Rick and Morty show? The Rick and Morty <laughs> the Rick show. And the Rick and Morty, Morty show. But we're always right. looking at each other being we like, can you can you, like, can you believe this life? And then, like, coming to it, even, like, this podcast, we didn't have I didn't know what I was going to talk about, but I was still, I've just been amazed by the day I've had and very... Tell me about the day you've had. <sighs> That's a mate left you lost for words. <laughs> Um, okay, let's trace it back. What did you do today? Well, we woke up and we had some coffee mm-hmm. and, um, we blew up the paddleboard <laughs> yes. while having coffee. Roxanne, as we're calling her now. Yes, that's her name. Uh, we just got a paddleboard. And so, yeah, it's good to put it in use at the recapture reservoir. And, uh, we blew it up and, uh, I had coffee while you took her out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, we, we, we woke up pretty late. It was pretty late in the For day. For us. By I this... mean, it was like 8, eight o'clock. Is that when we woke up? Yeah, probably. But then, you know, the whole coffee drinking and stuff takes a good hour and a half sometimes. Because we, <laughs> I mean, I love, that's honestly one of the best rhythms that we can get in when we're just grounded is like waking up whenever we want to, which is typically when the band's kind of warm um, with the mm-hmm. sun. And then just like slowly one of us making coffee, which now you're a coffee drinker. Right? How many times? When's the last day you went without coffee? Okay, so this is to go back to the question I asked you earlier of like, what are some of the like grounding rituals you feel like we've really implemented over the last yes. few I'm days? I'm getting to my answer now. Well, you answered yeah. and you said it was just provision running. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> I was said provision running. Answer. And then the freedom of knowing that I didn't even have to make a rhythm yes. if I didn't want to. But my answer for those things we're going to be like yes uh, just waking up whenever feels appropriate mm-hmm. making coffee sitting outside drinking coffee and either talking with you or reading and then yeah we kind of go back and forth either yes either or and then exercising and then making breakfast and then after that it's kind of a wild card but those were the things for me that were very like grounding and yeah. ritual building so to answer your question when was the last time we went out the coffee? It's been a few, it's been a while and you called me a coffee drinker, but I feel like I view coffee now as just a grounding ritual. So like when I have the time to like sit down and really enjoy it, either with a book or with good conversation, or maybe just by myself in silence, uh-huh. I love to do that and love to take advantage of that. But I don't know if I would call myself a coffee drinker because if my day doesn't look like it can present that, I might not go for coffee. You know, like if we are waking up early because we want to like leave somewhere early and drive... I probably won't have, which is funny because a lot of people are like, I think you have been having coffee on those days. It's just funny because most people are like, oh, I'm waking up early and driving. Like I need coffee. I'm like, no, for me, it's more of a practice. It's a ritual. It's like a whole experience. So if I'm just making it quick and drinking it while 
riding the passenger seat while you're driving like that to me is not really well maybe you can still find groundedness then even in movement i mean maybe i can you're I right feel like that's what it does. i mean i i think i and i think i've hear that see <laughs> we are by the water proof the honking of the geese if you can hear it <laughs> um I think coffee is a very like grounding experience for me too. Like even we did a cleanse recently where I went five days without coffee. I didn't, mm -hmm. I don't know the last time. I mean, years, mm -hmm. like maybe. Like, I don't, since, since you started drinking since it. Since like before regularly. our marriage where oh, I had gosh, like. Oh gosh, yeah. So missed, like high school maybe or where, college. Yeah, where I for, for sure had missed, um, it had been that long since it had been at least, I might have gone like a day without it before in that time span, yeah. but definitely not two days. I went five days without it. And honestly, just dropped it. We just dropped a cold turkey. Um, did not experience any headaches. I did feel probably like a little more of a lull at certain times if the I day had been busy. You, yeah. I felt like you felt more tired. I did. Or not as alert, maybe sometimes. Yeah, I did feel a little probably just slower waking up, but there was no just kind of like crazy withdrawal. Mm hmm pain effects from it um but i just liked and then coming back to it just the experience of having it grounded but i'm also to the point where if we're traveling i i still thinks it keeps me grounded and it also gives me a little boost to like take the day as it's presented which is different than you know a day where we're just settled for a few mm -hmm. days in a room yeah oh well, i'm a coffee drinker i'll admit it <laughs> so all that to say i don't know if i'd call myself a coffee drinker i think i'd just say like it's part of my grounding practices yes, i so, yeah. like, for example, yeah, for example, tomorrow we're leaving here and we're moving. And we're not going to have to wake up super early to leave. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. We'll see. If <laughs> we'll I wake up with enough time to, like, sit outside and enjoy a cup of coffee by the water, Which I is might possible do that. because the sun it's rises at freaking 6.15 now. But if year. we were leaving at, like, 6.30 a.m., I probably wouldn't have any. Yeah. Just because I would get up and just go sit in the front seat and it just wouldn't be a... I don't know. I like making it a thing. Yeah. Um, so we had one of those mornings today, I think is what we were getting at. Yes. Um, except this time, instead of in place of you working out, you took Roxanne out mm -hmm. on the water, which I mm -hmm. think ended up becoming a workout. It <laughs> is does. slightly windy here Always at does. Recapture Reservoir. Can we get a weather report, Dan? All right. Dan's coming in with the weather. Uh, oh yeah. Aaron Rodgers is our stack guy, right? Yeah. He's we our fact had, checker. We haven't had to fact check anything. Yes. Things a well, Aaron's going to check on the reservoir, like what makes something a reservoir for us. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Aaron. He also mm -hmm. needs to check on if he's going to stay with the Packers or not. Yeah, and let good us to know, know that before some fantasy football drafts. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and then while you did that, I, what did I do? I don't even remember what I was doing. I mean, I know you you were making breakfast when I got back. Oh, yeah. I think I just um, read a little bit and then started making breakfast mm -hmm. when you got back. And then we had breakfast. And then, um, shoot. Then so you worked. I did work. Uh -huh. Wow. I finished up the next video I was working mm -hmm. on, the next project. Mm -hmm. Finished that up. And then uh, we had some lunch. We just kind of hung out. Um, and then I, no, then we went and played with the dogs in the water. Mm -hmm. They got to swim in the, swim in the reservoir mm -hmm. and, uh, they were having the best time. And then I took the paddleboard out and then I brought it back and then you took the paddleboard out and I read in the fading sun while drinking a Corona light. And then we're like, Hey, let's go record a podcast <laughs> because we haven't done enough today. Mm -hmm. yep. And, uh, and I'm so on, sitting great. here, I'm just like, I've had the best day of my life and I've had that the last, like. Honestly, I don't know. Just all the, <laughs> every day I can remember. Eventually, all the terrible memories turn into great ones. Wow. They're all the best day of my Thank life. Thank you, Kevin. 
Well, it's, you know, I feel like this is a very, it has, it has just felt like there's been time for anything and everything you needed to do. Work, mm-hmm. play, leisure, um, everything. And I think, you know, one thing that being 10 months into the band, I think we're good at being able to handle that situation. Honestly, I what think situation? that kind of being able to control our schedule for two weeks, like completely other than provision days. Other than when we run out of water and have to go get water mm-hmm. in town. Um, but being like, okay, we have five days. Nothing is scheduled. You can stay up all night for five day, days in a row. You can go, we can go hiking all day. You can not, you can just read in bed all day. You can work mm-hmm. all day, every day. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, I think it took us a while to kind of like figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like we're really good at that. Like when we, we came off of almost like two weeks or a week and a half of traveling and like mm-hmm. staying everywhere and like we needed grounding and we got into settling mode like immediately. I feel like, and we're just like knew exactly what it was going to take to kind of get us grounded and like get everything done that we wanted to from yeah. leisure activities to me finishing up the projects. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. props to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's like, it's taken... It's taken time for us to figure out what that looks like, but then also I would say, too, like, after the two weeks that we'd had before that of all the traveling and mm-hmm. then the van, like, being in the shop and not knowing when we were going to get back, after all that, I think we were, like, just longing and craving yeah, and, like, we dying for, for that. We were, like, the second that happened, we are like, yes. Yes. Like, Give I me. mean, we normally are craving it, but especially when the van isn't, like, we, especially when we don't even have the van. Yeah, especially It's, like, like that. that's just, the extreme. Yeah. feels good to be in this tiny little space. And have the door open and be outside, too. <laughs> yes. Yes. As wow. you are just, like, totally taking outside in. <laughs> it is so pretty and serene right now. I'm just saying. Should we continue this happy hour, then? I think we should. Yeah. Anything uh, left to say? I don't know, but happy anniversary. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow AKA today, today when the podcast comes out. Yeah. Let's go get married again tomorrow. Ooh. Okay. Cool. With some Corona lights. <laughs> Find our shore. Find our reservoir shore. Yes, not our beach. Not our beach. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. And you know what? If you're just like feeling ready to get out and explore and maybe like come visit, that'd be cool. Let us know. We have some windows of opportunity available <laughs> for that. I just going to say we have some windows. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like we kind of know... I mean, that's hard to know the future, like we said, but we know (laughs) roughly a schedule of travels probably for the next year or throughout the end of the year. Hit us up. You're welcome. We love you. And we will see you next time. Right here, recording the podcast with us because you came out and visited. What's up? Peace. Bye. Bye.